This is Nobia Shab Search Advice Radio, episode 2672. I'm your host, Jeff Alpin, the Big Game Hunter, and welcome. I reached into the vault today, <coughs> excuse me, and pulled out what was originally a Google Hangout. Ooh. So it's not HD quality, I'm sorry, but the content is good. And I'm going to be talking today about why you don't even get the interview. You submitted a resume, you're not getting interviews. And not all of these are going to apply to you, but maybe one of them will get through and be helpful to you. I hope you find this show helpful. Please share it on LinkedIn. Please give it a great review wherever you listen to it or watch it. And we'll be back in just one moment. This show today is about why you don't even get the interview. And, you know, you've seen, let's say you've seen a, a job description on a job board, or, you, um, uh, or you've reached out to a hiring manager and you want to get an interview. So you forwarded a resume to you and you haven't gotten the interview. You haven't even gotten an acknowledgement. So why is that? Why aren't you getting the interviews even though you're sending out the resume? And I want to come to the most succinct answer that I possibly can for this um, because it really cuts to the core and gives you a no BS answer for why that happens. And then I'm going to go into some details for why it just doesn't happen. Now, the primary reason that you're not getting the interview and really, this is all it really comes down to. The primary reason you're not getting the interview is you haven't made a good enough case for why you fit a role that the firm is hiring for or why it is they should give you a shot. It's really that simple. So how does that come about? Well, I think you have to really understand what recruiters do all day long. And that's whether corporate recruiters or third-party recruiters like myself. So let me first give the scenario of the corporate recruiter. They're trying to fill not just simply this job, but a bunch of jobs. Uh, and in addition, they're interviewing people by phone or in person. They're talking to hiring managers about new positions that have opened up. They're in one way or another trying to service their corporate clientele and trying to evaluate, assess, and recommend people to them who might fit the job that's involved. A third-party recruiter has a slightly different uh, task list. Yes, they're reading resumes all day long, and they're fielding phone calls, and they're doing business development work to try and open up new opportunities that might in some way fit what the candidates they represent look for. They're also marketing their services. They're, they, too, are interviewing by phone, in person, Skype, uh, any number of different ways uh, to determine whether or not someone might fit. They're tailoring resumes or tweaking resumes. I, I can't say tailoring. I'll speak for myself. I don't have the time to do resume rewrites. You know, there's so many people who are coming to me looking for help. Imagine if I had to rewrite every resume. Like This morning I walked in. There were 125 emails waiting for me. You think I have time to, let, let, let's say only 75 of those were new resumes. You think I have time to do all that work for other people for free? 
for free, mind you? You, know, you expect someone to write a resume for you for free? I don't think so. So I'll, I'll simply say that you know we're here to evaluate, assess, and refer people to schedule interviews with our client with candidates for our clients. Uh, as you can tell, I use clients to refer to the institutional customer and candidates for you, the job hunter. So what is it that's happened? Where's the disconnect? Now, understand how we conduct ourselves. You know, I'm going to read a resume after I get off the phone, uh, after I finish this uh, show. And maybe I'm going to spend two minutes looking at it. Tops. Let's say it's a minute looking at it. Tops. I mentioned I had 115 resumes or so waiting in my inbox for, for me before. That's about two hours I'm committed to in terms of looking at resumes. So with that, you have to understand, I'm looking for the reason to say no rather than the reason to say yes. And most of you give that to me. Like out of those 115, if I get two that are worthwhile, I'm thrilled. Because most of you are too lazy to make a case for yourself. All you wind up doing is submitting the same generic resume over and over and over again to every position you're applying to. Now, some of you have heard me say before, it's like the broken watch that's right twice a day. Yeah, it's going to be right twice, but all the rest of the time it's wrong. And that's the case with sending the same generic resume over and over again to every position you're applying to. And you know, at least customize it uh, by in, uh, adding in some things that demonstrate your fit for the role that you, you think you fit. Uh, and again, most of you don't do that. Most of you are sending the same generic resume over and over again for every position that you're applying for. And they can't fit. Not every job is the same. So understand the problem isn't the reader. The problem is you. You folks are, com are committing you know, job search suicide. You know, it's like Harry Carey for yourself. You know, you're just wasting people's time by flipping the same resume over and over again like a, a burger at a fast food restaurant. You know, not everyone wants that. You know that particular dish that's served this the same way over and over again. They want it customized for them, and the same is true for you. So understand, when I'm looking at a resume, more often than not, you people are giving me the reason to say no, and I'm looking for it. I'm looking for the reason to say no. You know, sometimes the reason to say no is you know, your resume is spelling error laden. You know, it's ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I could look past it, but I'm trying to evaluate and assess people for how they're going to present in front of a uh, client. And I understand that if you're submitting a resume to me or to someone else, you're trying to create a great impression. And if this is your best shot at creating a great impression, what are you going to do in person? If you're too lazy, to take the time to spell check a resume, come on, you know, give me a break. It's it's a button in your word processor. You know, how tough is that? Now, I understand that there are some words that will sneak by. Again, I'm going to date myself with this one. For years, the word novel used to get through 
when misspelled with only one L. Now, novel was spelled N-O-V-E-L-L, -L, and the word novel, N-O-V-E-L. You know, sometimes the letters on the keyboard stick. I understand. But so often, the mistakes are grammatical, which Microsoft Word will do a grammar check for, and they're spelling. Why are you doing this? It's ridiculous. So take the time to spell check and grammar check your resume to make sure that there are no mistakes in there. Um, sometimes people send me cover letters that aren't for me. They're just, you know, they're addressed to someone else. You know, what's the message? You know, yeah, I understand you make mistakes. You know, stuff happens. But you can see that they wrote a cover letter for someone else's job. That has nothing to do with the one that I'm recruiting for. Why do you do this? Answer, stupidity, laziness, you pick the answer for me. But this happens all day long when I'm reading resumes. Uh, I mentioned typos, you know, poor writing skills. You, know, you write immaturely. You know, and your cover letter uh, it just does a poor job of of enhancing your resume for the fit. Now, I want to be clear about this. Um, I don't believe in generic cover letters anymore. I believe in generic resumes. If you send me the standard cover letter that says, I'm applying for the job of such and such that I saw advertised on such and such website, I believe that my experience would be an excellent, excellent fit for your organization. I look forward to hearing from you with the earliest possible convenience about you scheduling an interview to meet with me. It's stupid. You know, you're wasting my time. Make a case. Use the second paragraph to demonstrate that you fit the role that I'm recruiting for. How? Real simple. What you can do is in that second paragraph you can say, uh, I noticed that you required certain things, certain things for your clients. Um, let me talk with you about how my experience matches up. Two years, you, know, you mentioned six months, uh, you wanted someone, you mentioned someone uh, with such and such background, I have two years of it current. Such and such experience, three years, up till six months ago. You go point by point with these items in order to demonstrate your fit for the role. And what happens is you're making a case using this point-by-point -point approach uh, to show that you fit. Now, like I said, generic cover letters are an instant rejection for me. You know, they're a colossal waste of time. But, but here's an even funnier one, uh, where cover letters really demonstrate a fit for something completely different. Um, I remember seeing a resume of someone who was applying for a finance job. And the case that they made in their cover letter really showed that they were a fit for IT. Uh, and the guy is arguing with me. I said, bear with me. Give me a couple of hours. I want to send something to you. You tell me what job this person's applying for. I take their name off. I change all the companies listed on their resume. And, um, you know, send the same cover letter. I said, tell me exactly what job this person's applying for. And they came clean. They recognized it wasn't a fit for what they were applying for and that everything that they had done in their cover letter was a contradiction uh, for what it was they said they were looking for. So again, you know, you have, you have to get past this question of why I shouldn't hire you and get to the one of how you fit. Once you do that, 
you'll get more interviews. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few ways that you can get more from me. First of all, visit my website, TheBigGameHunter.us. There's a ton in the blog that can help you that's absolutely free. Go to the blog, go exploring. Like I said, a lot there to help you. If you want the important things coalesced for you, you can find out about my video courses that you can rent or buy, my books and guides. Again, there's a lot available through the site. And if you've got a question for me, press the schedule button, schedule time for trusted advisor services so I can answer your questions, or hire me to coach you if you're in an earlier stage of your search, I'd be very happy to help you. Hope you have a terrific day, and most importantly, be great. Take care.